0: Welcome to Keeping It Real where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in our guest blog on shareyourstories.online. Our guest is Irina Mahela with a background in tech she's become a transformational coach and consultant helping entrepreneurs claim their power and transform relationships. She's going to share a few tips with us on how to navigate change for sustained results and Irina joins us from Bolton, Ontario. Welcome Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, Irina, when I visited your website, you have three key phrases that are obviously part of your corporate philosophy, and they are elevate, purpose, peace, and profit. So give us some insight into, as to why those three P's are really important to you and the people that work with you.
1: Yes. Thank you. Three P's like three pylons. That's right. right. Three pillars, right? Healers, yes. The the first one is purpose and I feel that every person has a purpose and every business has a purpose. Mm-hmm. So when a business aligns with the with the CEO, like with the person who founded the business, their purpose and each person that works in that business aligns with their purpose and the purpose of the business, that's when People are more motivated coming at work because I feel like we're in this day and age where everybody seeks fulfillment in their work.
0: Right. That's very true.
1: So that's the purpose piece. Uh The second is peace. Mm -hmm. And my name, Irina, comes from a Greek goddess of peace. So I feel like my mission in, in this world is to bring more peace. And in a business environment, in a personal environment as well, we have many relationships and some people push our buttons. Mm. And once we understand that when we seek peace, we're actually growing ourselves. Like we understand, instead of going and saying, oh, this person, blah, 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 we're, we're saying, what does this person triggers in me and how can I bring peace? Then this creates a flow in a business and a a compassion and an understanding. So I feel peace is really important as a value in a business. That's my view.
0: Yeah, I would totally agree with you on that, because, you know, to your point, we're all going through such amazing transformation and change right now. And everybody really and seriously is truly trying to align peace with their purpose. So, you know, it seems like you're, the, the vision that you have for the philosophy for your company is really in alignment with this, the day and age that we're living in right now.
1: Exactly.
0: And profit, of course, is important when we're in business, but I'm sure you have a philosophy of how that aligns with purpose and peace.
1: Yes, because I work with very kind-hearted people. That's like, that's the people that I connect with. And what I observed along the path in in my business is that the kind-hearted people would just like to give it away Mm -hmm. and my philosophy is that when kind loving people make a profit and in their business then there is more money to create more kind loving things so my you know there are business people that are very profit driven and bottom line But my clients tend to be more like mission driven, let's make the world a better place. And they don't have that sense of let's make some money, because when we make some money, we make the world a better place. So that's why it's important for me with a purpose, peace and profit.
0: Right. You know, it's that's a really important point, because one of the things that I've always said to to the clients that I've worked with is if it's all about the money, it won't last. Yes, right. Because you can't you can't just be in business for and be profit driven. You know, we have to be human centric at some point in time where we try to align who we are. And I love how you mentioned that the people who um, uh, have started a business actually bring their personality to that company, right? Yes. No yeah. different than yourself. You know, we, we attract like-minded people. So the people that you work with are obviously attracted to the corporate philosophy that you bring to your business. And you can brainstorm ideas that make them more successful, right?
1: Yeah. But also what I noticed, because I know uh, some of the topic we're talking is also interpersonal relationship. Also in business, we can attract some relationships from the past that we haven't healed or resolved and it's for our benefit to make us learn more about ourselves and learn more about what we can do to transcend them and and become more elevated.
0: So that takes me to a really good point because we all have triggers, right? I mean, we all know that you know the day can be going along very well, and all of a sudden something will happen, and boy, the rest of the day is a disaster. And we think, wow, what happened there? Like, what what was the trigger that sort of sent me on that the wrong path? So, in terms of giving folks advice, if I'm having a really great day and then all of a sudden I experience a trigger what can I try to do to try to pull myself back into that positive environment? Do you have a, a tip that you can share with us that you that you give with your clients when they're in that situation?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. So I actually created like a seven point uh, place. But the first thing is to go to your journal, like that everybody can. do. And I, I have a process that is a bit unorthodox. It's called the angry letter. So the first thing you go to your or you, you go to a piece of paper because then you may want to throw that paper and you just put down, this bothers me because this and this and this and this person should have said the other thing and this. So after you empty yourself of whatever, or maybe it could be sadness, not, mm-hmm. not anger, it could be, mm-hmm. oh, this hurt my heart and I feel so sad. You put it down on the paper, unedited, because we need to be able to allow ourselves to tune into our truth and if something sadden us or like resentful anger we need to allow ourselves to feel those feelings right and once it's on the paper then go for a walk meditate or whatever grounds you and then you can go back and say what about this upset me and what about this relates with something in the past right a tiny example when i came to canada i speak english with an accent and my mom was very critical of me so we had this administrative assistant i was in engineering so it was like 99 percent men and just wow, feel- yeah yeah and and some women I was maybe few engineers like me, but they were like most women were administrative assistants. So when I'll go and ask for a pen or whatever we were asking that day, and she would say, What did you say? I felt like You've done You done something say? wrong, right? Because my accent maybe they couldn't understand what I said. So that was a big trigger for me, just as an mm-hmm. example.
0: You know, that's so true, because I think one of the things that we need to do and journaling is a really important tool. And I love that you share that with your clients, you know, sometimes doing the just doing the brain dump, I call it the brain dump, you know, you just get everything that's on your mind on a piece of paper, and then you can kind of crumple it up and throw it into the fireplace or throw it in the garbage, you know, sort of deal with that negative energy and get it out of the way so that you can then really concentrate on the things that maybe take you back to a positive place. So I think that's a really great tip and I love that you've done it into seven steps um, mm-hmm. because that, that gives people a reference point that they can go to, right, when they're stuck and they can think, you know, oh, has given me those seven steps, I'm going to go to that and copy that out and then sort of follow that process to sort of get rid of all those negative thoughts.
1: Exactly. And to your point, one of the steps is what do I want as a result?
0: Right, right. Now, in in your practice, Irina, do you help people with uh, meditation? Because we're hearing lots. I'm sure you're reading just as many articles as I am about the fact that, you know, we're really trying to um, get to our happy place. And if that's meditation is the thing that helps you get there. Um, But a lot of people have a lot of difficulty with meditation, right? Because it sounds so kind of woohoo and, you know, kind of out there. So do you have anything sort of that that can help folks to align there, when they're just feeling that they need to take that deep breath and do a two or three li- minute little meditation, is, is there anything? Like, in, is hey, the deep breath it?
1: <laughs> so, the and I'm these days I'm doing like four, three, four minutes meditation and I post them on social because people think, Oh, yeah, I need half an hour or right. I need, right. but taking a deep breath and then what I tell is like connect with your body, like be in your body, feel the sensation. And then the next after you connect with your body, you feel, is there something like is there something bothering me? Sometimes we feel like butterfly in the stomach, back pain, whatever it is, and then put the attention on that spot and say, if that spot could speak, what would it say? And you say, Well, you felt backstab when that person criticized you. Let's say if it was back pain. Then you say, Oh, interesting. And and that creates. A conversation, like the journaling is one, like this would be another one. That creates a conversation. Oh, so I feel heard. Okay. And by breathing and being in that place of inquiry, that's like, I don't know if just like for one minute that I spoke, it just feels more peaceful, isn't it?
0: It's so so true. And I love that the meditation and the fact that you're taking people to that sort of quiet place resonates back to that your second pillar, which is peace. So it's really quite amazing that you know, the things that you value in your business are the things that you are helping your clients bring into their own lives personally and professionally so that they can just realign those goals and obviously receive sustained profit and what it is that they do in their own business. So it's really kind of magical how it all sort of goes together, right? Yes, Yes, it is. Now, one of the things that I loved about your story is that you're embarking on a journey to start a foundation to help other folks sort of who have had some difficulties in life realign with a new purpose and maybe reach... A new sense of peace. And I just want to draw everyone's attention to this wonderful painting that's over your shoulder. Because in the in the guest blog, you use this painting to identify with the visual for the foundation. So tell us a little bit about the painting and then expand on the foundation for us. Yes. So the foundation is for abused children. hmm
1: uh like I do my work with adults and then I want to take some of that and and gather people that want to support to go towards teen teens so it's 12 to 20 Mm -hmm. and the reason why this is so dear to my heart is that in my teens I didn't have the kindness I didn't have someone to believe in me everything I've done it felt that it was me believing in myself and and putting all my determination and all my willpower to succeed. Mm -hmm. So I want, and, and I want those children to come at the age where they don't have to fumble through life and, you know, have the second part of their life when they discover their worth, their innocence. So that's where my heart goes to, to serve, like to have like a charitable, like the foundation. Right. Right. And the painting was painted by one of my clients. Mm -hmm. And this client of mine, when I met her, she was so meek and so not believing in herself Mm -hmm. when she's an amazing artist. Like she has many paintings. Like this is one of And I don't know if you can see, but this horse feels alive.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: And because the foundation, I want to provide like horse interactions for the children. Cause I don't want them to feel like they're coming for therapy or
0: coaching. Correct. Yeah.
1: I want them to feel that they're coming to have a day in nature and, and to connect and animals are such um, pure source, innocent mm-hmm. source that brings the innocence in us. Mm-hmm. But This client of mine, we worked together in 2015, and she gave me a card with this painting, but I was for sure convinced that this painting is sold. Ah. I was convinced because I had like a little card and I loved it. And then last year, uh, one of my other clients, Anthea, came to do a vision with me, and I asked the painter, I said like, Is that painting, who has it or can I get like a license because I wanted it to use? And she says, no, I have it and you can buy it. Isn't that fantastic? So, Anthea was coming April 2nd, a year ago to do the vision with me. The painting came April 1st
0: is and that's and that's actually the day that here we are um, doing our interview on the exact day that you received that painting isn't that fantastic talk about serendipity
1: that's how it works
0: well i love that the foundation is using um and and uh, you know equine guides or horse therapy and one of the things that you mentioned is the type of horses that you use are gypsy vanner horses so tell us a little bit about what's the difference? Because, I mean, you know, we all know that there's some horses that, you know, are, are quarter horses that they use in farming. And then there's other ho- horses that they use for equestrian riding. So what's the special magic about the Gypsy Vanner horses?
1: So a few things. One, I'm Romanian in background and we had like, a, like we admired the Gypsies because they were yeah. free and I grew up in but gypsies were free spirits. But the gypsy a horse is shorter in stature oh. and bulky, so it's like a draft horse, but like a miniature draft horse, if you may. Mm-hmm. But the gypsies had the children take care of the horses, so those horses are very kind to the children because they are used. Their breed is used that the children take care of them. So it was like small children.
0: Isn't that fantastic?
1: So that's, they are very gentle with children. That's the reason why I chose. And and plus, like I fell in love with them. I went to a winter fair and I just started crying when I saw the horse without me knowing anything about what future will bring.
0: Right, right. Well, listen, I certainly wish you every success with the foundation because You know, like you, I think at at certain ages and stages in life, we want to give back something a little bit different to the community. And I certainly commend you for not only helping entrepreneurs like myself even um, find the, the purpose, peace and profit in our own businesses, but then sort of make a different connection with those teens and give them that. I love your reference to horses have that sort of innocent spirit. And a wonderful connection. And they make a smile, really, when you think about it, right? When you see yeah. an, an animal and they make that sort of visual connection, they really do make a smile. So I, and, I, and, I wish you all the best for that foundation for sure.
1: Thank you. And also, another piece is I would want to see if I can transfer some entrepreneurial skills to those two. Yes.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's a really wonderful holistic approach that you're taking. And I really love the magic that you're creating with your three, the, I call them the three P's. We'll call them the three pillars or the three P's that you have in your business. And I really love the fact that you're really incorporating um, the, this wonderful element of the foundation where you're giving back to a different kind of community that's empowering them and helping them reach some different sort of goals and feel connected. So that's really very commendable. Thank you so much for that. One of the things that we do in the guest blog is we ask folks to share three words of advice. So I'd like you to sort of wrap up our discussion today by telling us your three words are heal, thrive, and of course, purpose. So tell us why those three words are very important to you and your business.
1: Yeah. So heal is very important. Like I wish like this, you know, if I had a billboard, that would be like take your life in your hands and heal because I, we, all have been through certain difficulties, like some people more than others, but everybody had their share in this life. And when we put the focus on ourselves and to heal, then life becomes easier, business becomes easier, everything becomes easier. So instead of blaming, complaining, and being, "Mm," take that chance and heal, and, and you will have a fabulous life.
0: Oh, thank you. That's a really wonderful way to end our conversation arena. And I I really thank you. And I want to make mention, um, there's been some really lovely comments, as we've been talking um, on the Facebook page from some of your clients or some of your friends who have made connections with you. So I'd like to uh, thank the folks that have taken the time to provide some comments in uh, to our our, uh, live conversation. So thank you so much for that. And to our viewing and listening audience, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Keeping It Real, where we've introduced you to the person behind the logo. My name is Trish Tonai, and if you would like to join us with your business story, feel free to visit our website at shareyourstories.online. In the meantime, we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea. Bye for now.